Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Keep working so that you don't have to worry about the White Sox anymore, Mike. Ugh. Oh, I can't believe they they did more due diligence on hiring a play-by-play guy than a GM. That was our guest, actor and White Sox fan, Mike C. Nelson. He was an absolute delight. He's not wrong either. I know. We thank him for joining us today, as well as Jarrett Payton, Matt Bowen, and Jason Leisure. Thanks to Ray Diaz, Adam Studzinski, Brandon Fryer, Connor O'Donnell, and Kevin Lapka. This is it for me this week. I am headed to a bat mitzvah in Brooklyn early tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. Parkins and Spiegel are here, but it's not Spiegel. It's Anthony Heron. Hey there. Hello. What's up, dude? What's up, Pargo? Thanks for coming in, as always. Yeah, so you're going to Brooklyn? Yes. Good for you. Just going to stop by Paul's Boutique. That'll be nice. Yeah, it's family and an open bar. Do you help lift the horror? Oh, uh, if they need me to. I'm, I'm hoping they don't. Is it heavy? It depends who's it in the depends chair. On the ch- it depends on the chair. Okay, that's that exactly what that. Okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah, All both. Right. Well, I guarantee whatever it is, because you know, um, obviously, my wife, as a as a experienced wedding planner, <laughs> has very specific rules about the chairs that are used for that. Need armrests? There's all. She's got very, a checklist. <laughs> oh wow! But they can't be too heavy. Yeah, you don't want the chair to be chairs, so. right, yeah. and you don't want it to be some some little folding chair, and then you drop the Jews, and then everything's bad. Yeah, you probably so, want like multiple places. Yeah. So you want like two different things so that you could grab at the bottom Correct. and on the side, little crossbar yeah. on the yeah. legs. And she, no, I, she could tell you exactly what her checklist is, but she will set those aside. Smart and make sure to, when when it begins, you know, the band leader will give her a cue. She will make sure those chairs are the ones that are brought in. Is she a pro- oh? Go ahead, Ant. I was going to ask: Have you ever been to a Ghanaian wedding, Lawrence? I'm specifically asking Lawrence. I don't know if, uh, uh, if don't typecast. Daddy I think this has ever been to a Ghanaian Danny, wedding. Danny, Danny why can't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can you be can. invited. I haven't though. No funer- uh, funerals, yes. Okay. Wedding, no. There's a very similar tradition at Ghanaian weddings where you put the the bride, actually both the bride and groom, end up in a chair and you lift them overhead. The music is rather different than they would be at a, at a Jewish wedding, but you lift them into the air and there's dancing and there's lifting overhead and everything else. And there was one, the last time I went to a Ghanaian wedding, I just had knee surgery. And so we lift the bride But you're overhead. expected to be one of the lifters. Everybody looks at me and yeah. says, all right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go, man. Yeah. Lift this chair by yourself. And I'm lift, I've got the bride overhead, and then I kind of angrily look to someone else who had just released the chair, say, hey, man, you better let me, you know, help me lift this bleep, bleep, bleep. 
I look up and the bride is looking down at me. And and the bride is is a very petite woman. She's gorgeous. But in my mind, I'm thinking, is does she think I'm saying she's hefty? Because she's obviously not. I right. just had knee surgery. You know? So I'm yelling at somebody about my knee surgery. I'm not yelling at somebody about the bride being hefty, but she did glance down as I was saying that, and I felt bad about it in the moment. You should feel bad about that. Yeah. yeah. Did you explain I mean, it after the fact? I've said worse. Obviously. Uh, but but not know, to a bride on her wedding day. She's not like, on the wedding day, yeah. no. I've, I've Hold done on a second. Things. You're the guy that dragged a donkey yeah, right. all the way across a gym <laughs> exactly. floor. You, you tore up a floor. Exactly. And they you had to lifting me. Right. That, that was unfortunate. I did feel bad about that. Is is your wife a proponent of the horror right at the beginning of the night? Because I, It depends. See, I think that that is the move because two reasons. I didn't know that that was even possible. Oh, yeah. Get people up dancing. Get, get two reasons. Gets everyone onto the dance floor because everyone's horror started at, at, right. Everyone's got right. Everyone's got to participate. There's not really much quick, pressure quick. on you because no one's looking at anyone other than the bride and groom or the bar and bat mitzvah. And no one's probably drunk yet. Exactly. Because I've seen end of night horrors mm. with people wasted and someone get launched from from a chair. Like mm-hmm. just like a little bit too boisterous on the mm-hmm. on the up. Yeah, then grandma's flying across yeah. the room. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. Like I, I don't. You can't do the horror yeah. after dinner. It, 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 no, 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 no. Now, are no. there similar things as far as the like tossing of bouquets and, and things like that? I don't know if that's religious. Okay, I don't know. That's just that, that's just an American, that's like an American wedding thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't even know. A lot of the the this is stepping the, on the glass. The bar and bat mitzvah that is a, that is a Jewish yeah. wedding tradition. Yeah, it's yes. a wedding thing. But the, the bar and bat mitzvahs can it can be very different depending on on what people want. The, the bat mitzvah that I sense. went to was super serious. Hmm. But, you know, this person was an adult and, okay. and black. So, <laughs> oh, I know whose it was. Yeah, it was Karen Lewis's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to Kara Lewis's bot mitzvah, and I was like, wow, we are, we are getting a... Did everybody know what to do? I mean, I didn't. I was <laughs> the, like, the rabbi did, I hope. <laughs> she, she knew what to do was with the rabbi. Was there a lot more instruction throughout than what the rabbi might have been accustomed well, to? Well, I was just trying to take it all in, and I'm just sitting there like, wow, this is a lot. And then she read, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is still a lot. And I was like, this is a lot, looking at my watch. Like, it was, it was very well, instructive. Yeah. And the truth is, Beth was never bot mitzvah. A lot of okay. women of her generation were not because Why not? not al- women not allowed to read from the she, Torah. She was Orthodox. Oh, okay, she was. They didn't belong to because her my father in law. He like he went to yeshiva and was trained. And they did stuff at home. And then when she was finally in religious school, they told her they're like, "Well, you don't get to read from the Torah because you're a woman." Hmm. And she's like, "Well, I'm done then." Okay, and I get that, and that yeah. was it. So, because she didn't, and, and you know, those of us who grew up in in the reformed level never really thought about that. So she any day could, any day could. She could. She's, she's become a woman. She's not taking it off the table. She's, Good. Yeah, so. that'd be fun. Is there anything you're looking forward to about Brooklyn? Just Brooklyn in general? Oh, it's. I mean. Slice of pizza, <laughs> pizza and a bunch of juice. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's we're it's it's it's. You can't really go wrong eating it. Mm-hmm. We'll have a couple late nights, but it's mostly planned. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a dinner in a place, and then there's the whole thing, and then there's a brunch. So, you know, it is. Brunch For all of our Jewish friends, be safe when you drive home. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. It's very important. <laughs> Thank you.
<laughs> doesn't want everyone else to be safe. Well, <laughs> just the Jewish rites. It, it, it was the it was Passover, right? Yeah, it was doing it when you the have Seder. your ceremonial yeah. glasses of wine. But now but, we've used that as no actual holiday can begin. It's sundown, <laughs> and it's the invocation from Farmio that makes it official. Have uh, have you guys seen some of the like suggested Levine Bulls traits? We were talking about one to Detroit earlier today. That one at least felt like sourced and that there would be a player or two that would be an asset coming back. We talked about the one that Bobby Marks floated uh, yesterday. Uh, It was Gordon Hayward, Nick Richards, and two second round picks. That is... Nothing. No, that's 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 a dump. That's well, a salary dump. Well, yeah, because because Hayward is a buyout candidate on an expiring deal. That would be just to create the cap space, but it would not create a max contract slot. This is a terrible free agent class, and it would be no assets to make this team better now or next year. If that's what's out there for Levine's going to be a bull. Like I, I used, to, I was trying to. Like, if that's a real thing, mm-hmm. like if that's what the market is, Bulls fans just better strap in for months of the exact same conversation because he will come back, he will play for you, he will be here. The trade deadline will come and go, and this team will be here. And his buy-in will wax and wane. Where you're gonna, probably you might need like every month or so you might need a little refresher <laughs> course on the old code red. That is if he stays healthy. Right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart to cart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, but I just, when I read that, I was like, ooh, okay. I, they won't do that. And they, they would not. They, they would keep him. And I think beyond Bulls fans, the Bulls themselves, the Bulls brass, A.K. Eversley, they'd better strap in for that as much as anything because it's the position they put themselves in. And I, I was a proponent of maxing Zach Levine, but to me, under the guise of recognizing he shouldn't be your best player. I think there's plenty of examples around the league where someone has a version of a max contract where they're not the best player on a quality team. The Bulls have maxed Zach. 
and there's a bunch of guys around him who aren't worthy of the max, but there's not a lot. There's no legitimate wiggle room. And now you have a contract and a, you know, mercurial-ish Zach who people don't want to pay for that. And so they're just in this this limbo, just, just in this sort of purgatory situation that they've put themselves in. So them strapping in for it means to me that they've got to figure out not just how do we make Zach better, how in whatever universe can we acquire someone who is better than Zach, who's willing to come to Chicago and make our team better. That, to me, is the the only legitimate sort of, I guess, scenario where the Bulls get better with Zach still here because it doesn't sound like, I think, to Danny's point, like he's going anywhere anytime soon. I don't know. Like, that Pistons one, Bogdanovich, and then, like, I see people, oh, throwing Cade Cunningham. Won't happen. Like, Durin. That, I want Durin. Yeah, but, yeah, sure, that would be fun. Why would Detroit do that? They have five wins. Why would they do that? I don't know. Why would they trade for Zach Levine? <laughs> I don't. I, my point. My, I guess my point is, is like, I don't think that they would. Uh, you know, I just, I, these guys are like Duran's twenty. No. So why would they do that? Why would they want to? Uh, oh, get Jaden Ivy. Why? I think Apparently, they, they don't seem to like Jaden Ivey that much. So I guess I, that's one thing. I don't know why they no, don't. No, but with Kobe White, you, how, you're not going to play Ivy and White. You could. I, you could. I just would be surprised if Detroit was like, yeah, let's give up a 22-year-old, a 20, like Durant's 20 years old, a 20-year-old asset who's cheap. I, I, don't, I don't see it. I, I think they're stuck. He, he has to play better. Like, last year, Zach could have been traded for pieces like that. This year, Zach has been bad and hurt. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think. Last year, Zach, you would have gotten something for with the max contract. This year, Zach, I think you're in big trouble, unfortunately. And that's not even talking about whether or not they, who, all the people that are clamoring for Caruso right now and mm-hmm. the fact that you haven't extended DeMar. You could lose him for nothing. But you they, had all the, those last second shots. The fact that they extended Vooch tells me that they won't allow themselves to lose DeMar for nothing. Like, I don't believe that they, like, everybody knows don't lose assets for nothing. They're, they're close to losing Zach for nothing based on these trade proposals. But you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think that will happen. Do that you would, think they're more likely to extend DeMar or more yeah. likely to, okay. Yeah. Which I'm, which I don't love, mm-hmm. but I don't. I, it's it's preferable than losing him for nothing, because you can you can trade him, you know, like it you you can you can eventually trade him. Would it make any sense from Demar's perspective to say I don't want an extension? I want to hit the open market. That, yes, because you can make choices. Right, right. Like what, that would be a change though in his public stance. DeMar, but why would it behoove him to sign an extension right now? I don't see his value necessarily, you know, unless he got hurt or whatever. But, you know, I think DeMar is DeMar at this point. His status in the league is fairly solidified where it's at. I think from his perspective, Ramos would be better off just hitting the open market as opposed to signing an extension with the Bulls and losing control. There is something to the idea of guaranteed money, though. Sure. Like someone putting it had, right in front of you. Right, and, which he's had plenty of at this point. And then and, turning that down and being and like, And also yeah. where your family is comfortable and where your kids want to yeah. be in school and, and there's all, all kinds of considerations Where your daughter's more comfortable screaming at the yeah. opponent when they're on the free throw line. I mean, you know, it's always a good time. What a hero she was. Wasn't she? She was That adorable. was a fun night to root for the Bulls. <laughs> she was She was absolutely Seems like a adorable. decade ago. How old is she now? No, the Bulls give you a fun night once every 
four to six weeks. Uh-huh. Right. No, that's no, that's they, selling them short. No, they give, they give <laughs> you a fun night at least once a week. <laughs> the problem is, is that it's not going anywhere. <laughs> the games it, themselves have been entertaining enough or performances inside of games have been entertaining enough. It depends how you're judging that stuff, though. Like, Yeah, like Kobe White in that losing effort against the Suns was that, amazing. That right. first half was as much fun it as I had watching the Bulls. But you have to compartmentalize. This is a standalone dinner theater performance. That <laughs> That's you, what you, I'm talking you about. You're not getting in on something here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I agree. Well, listen, the NBA is a good product every night through that prism. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, I can see something cool on my television or in person for the next two and a half hours if I commit to it. That That is 100% true. But, yeah, in terms of, like, buy-in that there's a path towards long-term relevance, that Kobe White performance is kind of like a standalone type thing. Like, oh, he could maybe be a top three player on a good team one day. Like, that's possible, I think, for Kobe White. Yeah, but you don't. You got anything else? Celebrate that. Like, that's, <laughs> no, that's what I'm that saying. Get you next time, like, people are going to stay up until 9.30 tonight because that happened three nights ago. Hard to put that on a billboard. <laughs> Kobe White, in three years, uh, could viably be possibly a top, a top three player on a good team. Buy your season tickets now. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to sell. It's a great performance, though. Uh, what do you make of the White Sox news today? Well, we are going to talk to... Uh, John Schifrin. He will he will come on the show today. Schiffrin. Schiffrin. What did I say? Schiffrin. I may I'll, I'm I will get it correct. I will get it right by the time he comes on. I'm gonna Schiffen. let you say it. I yeah. Schiffin ain't easy. No, Schiffin. John <laughs> Schiffin. Thank you. He will be on the show today at, at 325. Uh you should know his name. I should. Thank you, Chuck. And I do. I spelled it wrong on my sheet. Uh bad job by me. But no, he I think he's walking into a tough spot. I think he's walking into a tough spot. And what is the most delicate way to ask that of someone who just got their dream job, which deserves to be celebrated, and he is, I'm sure, celebrating. And he's only the second black TV broadcaster in MLB. Yeah, which, right, amazing. And I just, the it'll be interesting to see how White Sox fans treat him. I saw, like, just looking at some of the – I whenever the White Sox do something, I usually go to the comment section of their social media. I think most people recognize it. Like, from what I was seeing, the reaction is like, he's in a bad spot. I think Good th- luck to him is kind of the way that it's been framed amongst fans. Yeah, I've seen that too. And I think today, and for the time being, it should be bouquets and celebrations. Sure. And, you know, but, like – does he try to put lipstick on a pig of a 64-win team? Like, that's the type of thing that I could imagine him, like, the, the, the approval rating fading quickly when you're replacing Jason Benetti. And I you know what? Like, I think right now he's fine. But I, I, think, I think I could see a f- three months into the season, people aren't totally familiar with the new broadcasting style. The product on the field is as bad as we anticipate. We know he's been told not to be funny. <laughs> and he's supposed to be Mr. Positive White Sox guy. I think that that world is potentially difficult for him in the future. As I said to Dan, he's going to have to navigate a whole bunch of landmines with that job. And it makes you wonder, like, because there are so few of them, and you, you jump at the opportunity of something like this, I completely understand it. Of but- course. 
in most places, a new play-by-play guy would be welcomed with, hey, you know, hey, a new guy, he's one of us. There's a there's a lot of hard feelings that fans are gonna sift through, especially when the opening season, you, the opening of the season is them versus the Tigers. <laughs> you know, and, and you you're gonna see Jason Benetti at the ballpark and you're gonna be able to hear him and all of this stuff. It's it's a it's a rough go for him, and I wish him all the luck in the world and just know that there are a lot of landmines to navigate. I think being the the play by play voice and face for for a team that's going to struggle and a team with a lot of angst surrounding them that 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 in general is a tough spot i do believe that shriffen being a less renowned name and broadcaster i think that makes it less likely for him to be sort of the to get kind of that that harsh glare get those initial those additional slings and arrows because everyone is ready to direct those at the team and has been directing those at the team already i feel like if he was a more renowned person in the industry already then it's I think it's more automatic for viewers or fans to have an expectation of what should come with that and then direct their angst at him as well I feel like the angst being directed at the team is where a lot of folks already emotionally are at anyway I feel like actually having a less renowned person taking that role makes it less likely he gets a bunch of that extra well that's the other story though is this is the White Sox job and it, and it goes to someone who hasn't really done that many baseball games. Well, you know, it's one thing if the Cubs job comes open and the national network guy leaves his national post to come take your local job. Mm-hmm. And it really, it does it does say where they are right now. Well, well, and, I mean, one of the first quotes that he gives is, you know, I Jerry made it clear that he wants this to be the main gig and I want it to be the main gig too, that limits your talent pool. Their first choice took himself out of contention. Yeah, you know, so like that that limits your talent pool if it's like, but between sure April and October, I won't broadcast any other sports. There's a yeah. lot of sports that happen there. Right, but there are also a lot of really talented people who don't call games on the national stage as well. So, I mean, you can still find a really talented play-by-play person who's not – also got to balance a national broadcast. But, but I mean, but the guy they hired calls some national games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not not a ton, right? But he's heard him a couple weeks. Was it a week ago? A week and a half ago, doing the Wichita State game. Yeah, and they signed him on for KBO games. So I mean, but he's gonna pause that mm-hmm. for six months out of the year. It sounds like. But but yeah. if but most, if most a lot a lot of broadcasters would not do that. But if you're happy, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. It, it's not every, you know, as you know, not everyone is Kevin Harlan. Where like, all right, right. if I give up some national gigs, and I don't want to just take this this local job. There, there's a lot of people who are in that you know middle class of the industry or growing into the industry. He'll where, still be able to call the Myrtle Beach Open when DePaul goes and plays there next year on ESPN or wherever the hell sure. they're going to be playing. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll do his college games in December and all that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so I'm looking forward to talking to him. It's a yeah. really cool backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh. Very interesting jobs in his background. Good Morning America. So, I mean, very interesting. Investigative reporting. Yeah, news background. Yeah. So, lo- looking forward to talking to him. And, I mean, I'm sure this I hope is- he investigated. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair to say. We will, always, as always, uh, do a ton of football. Talk some Jim Harbaugh uh, with Big Ant Heron. Dave Wanstead at 4 o'clock. Got a little treat with Dave. Brady Quinn going to join at 4 o'clock with Dave Wanstead. And uh, Brady Quinn... Beat a ranked Pitt Panther team 
when he was at Notre Dame, <laughs> went into Pitt when Pitt had uh, Tyler Palco and put up a big number on the scoreboard. That's so when they didn't want Joe Flacco. Correct. Because they had Tyler Palco. Correct. Correct. So we will, we will taunt Dave with Brady Quinn about that at, uh, at four o'clock. Have a good one, gentlemen. Safe travels, Dan. Thank you. Thank See you, boys. You Tandy's open, kicks us off. Parker to Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.